Hi, trendsetters. Welcome to another episode of That Trendy Therapist. How we doing today? How's quarantine life? How's it treating you? Um, it is... Well, see, I don't even know what day it is. No, it's Wednesday, um, the 6th of May. So yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. A little bit of a different Cinco de Mayo than, you know, maybe previously we would have had. But, um, you know, we're making the best of it out here, right? We're, we're, we're working with what we have. Um, and so today I have a very um, important topic to discuss. I feel like I always say that at the top of the episode, but it really truly is because I love every single episode I put out and I hope you guys can feel that my heart and soul is just poured out into everything that I put out and I would not make an episode on anything if I wasn't fully invested. So this episode, just like all the others, is such a part of me and um, I just feel like, you know, I'm not like somebody that I would say I'm such a spiritual person, but I definitely have a side of me that feels spiritual and I think just mixed with all my creativity and my yoga and stuff like that. Like I'm, I also believe in God. And so there's just like that aspect of just me as a person. And so I've been getting these kind of like feelings and these gut reactions that like, oh, this is like my intuition is really um, in alignment with everything. And also, just to plug this really quickly, but I did an awesome live yesterday with um, Joy Duche from The Joyful Approach, and it was so beautiful. She is such a light. Joy Duche is um, she's a spiritual healer. She works with alignment, breath work, meditation. So we were talking about all of those things and many more. We also talked about body image, which also very much relates to my work. Um, so we have like the same goals of getting someone to be their most true authentic selves, but we just kind of come at it from a different angle, which I thought was so cool. Um, So that was amazing. And, you know, what we were talking about, about being aligned, and she said to me that she can really tell she has a great instinct and can tell that I'm somebody that really lives my true self. You know, I'm somebody that lives in alignment and that um, I am very aligned and true to myself. And that's, I told her that means the world to me because that's really something that I've, really realized has helped me so much to be successful is to be aligned in every area of my life um, to be successful happy and healthy is to be aligned and part of what I'm saying is that I earlier this year when I was conceptualizing my year I'm a very visual person I was thinking about like words that I could put towards each month like okay this you know this month's word is alignment for example and that was my word for January And it just came to me. It's not like I read it somewhere, but I just knew that like my focus needed to be or I was ready for alignment. I was I had done all the foundational work and I was ready to truly get everything into alignment. Um, And I already felt aligned. I'm somebody that like even down to like my wardrobe, my aesthetic, you know, my values, every single thing. I always like to like have it aligned. And maybe that's the perfectionist in me, but everything feels better when I'm aligned. And so I already felt that way coming into this year, but I took it to a new level, I guess you could say, and um, in the beginning of this year. And so I'm really feeling the effects and I'm seeing that like being aligned as a person and I can, and I will make a whole other episode on alignment because that's actually not the topic for today's episode, but it relates. But I'm seeing that once you're aligned and you're in full flow with yourself in the universe, 
things just start to happen. And that's what I'm seeing. And there's been so many amazing rewards that I've been seeing um, and things that are great things that are happening for me and to me because of that. And so, you know, obviously I want to help you guys to achieve your alignment. And that's a lot of my work as a therapist is to, you know, I always have this mission of helping you to be and live your true authentic life and self. And a lot of that comes from, you know, my past of like, you know, going through my eating disorder, which was anorexia. And I really numbed out who I was because I was so worried that like, okay, I'm too loud, too bold, too fierce. People can't handle that. And like, what does that mean? So I thought I had to dull myself out just to kind of be in accordance with the world. And then I realized that like, that is not at all how I A, want to live my life, B, you know, how I can live my most successful life. And I knew that there were so many things I was being called to do and that I knew I wanted to do and see that like, that's just not what I needed to do. And that like, I can bring my full self to the world. And when I do, such amazing, beautiful things happen. And so that growth and that journey that I had is something that inspires me when I'm working with other people to help them find the areas that, you know, what are your limiting beliefs? What are the things that are holding you back? What are your blockages? So that you can live your best, full, most authentic life. So with that, you know, another one of my questions I get asked about all the time is about my confidence, my confidence, my strength. I did an episode on confidence. You should check that out. But all these questions regard with regards to like strength. And right now I'm being called to talk about resilience. It's just something that like it popped into my head last week as something that I really wanted to talk about. And then now I've been seeing some people starting to, you know, do some posts about resilience. And that triggered me into thinking this would be a great conversation Also because of the fact that a lot of what's coming up for me right now in my work with patients is that people are starting to get worried about life after quarantine. They're starting to worry about, okay, do I have the skills to reenter into life? And what if I forgot my coping mechanisms or my skills? Or if I'm socially anxious, like how is that going to look like I've been isolating and that's just made me further into myself. And so that's that fear and that anxiety is coming up for people a lot right now. And so I thought this episode would be perfect because I want to talk to you guys about resilience and how I see resilience, how I got to be so resilient and, um, and how you can be resilient. Because, you know, while I think that resilience is definitely something that's innate in a lot of ways, it's something that like, you know, not everybody is able to be as resilient as everybody else, for example. But I think that over time with practice, you can really start to you know, become a more resilient person in a lot of ways. And so I want to talk about those ways and and my story with resilience. So I identify myself as a warrior. I'm a leader. I'm fierce. I'm proud. I mean, you you guys know all of this. And, And why though? Like, I think what people want to know a lot of times is like, how did I become this way? Well, first and foremost, I will say that I come from two very strong parents and, um, you know, specifically when I talk about like, you know, female empowerment and stuff like that, I have a very, very, very strong mother figure who is a leader in every sense of the word. Um, And so that's been an amazing role model for me and just shown me that like, you know, you can, you can get through anything and that, 
you have to, you know, in order to achieve the life that you want to live, you're going to have to really go through hard things and get back up again. And she's just a living example of that. So that's been the number one thing that's been super helpful. And obviously my dad as well um, has been through, you know, he's lived overseas his whole life before college. Um, my dad is such a cool story and I'm going to get into that in other episodes, but cause he's taught me so many things just with like the way he's lived his life. But he is someone too that like has really taught me that like you just need to learn to adapt. And I think that that's something people struggle with right now a lot is adapting, which I think is part of resilience because if you can adapt to the different, like think about right now, a lot of people are struggling because of the transition into, you know, either quarantine life or the new normal. Like there's been so many transitions and so much uncertainty and people that are more easily able to adapt are struggling or are not struggling as much as the people that have trouble adapting and trouble adjusting. And what's interesting is I used to think of myself as somebody that wasn't easily able to adjust because, or like feared change or growth because that was a lot of my eating disorder, right? Was like being afraid of growing up and being afraid of all that came with that. And so I, you know, think it's, it's just interesting to think about if this pandemic were to have happened like 10, 15 years ago. And I encourage you to think about that for you too. Like if this pandemic happened at a different time for you, how would you be coping? Because I know for me, I wouldn't have been doing as well as I am in other points of my life because I didn't do all the work at that point. Like I had to really get to this point where like, I know myself, I know how I work best and all of that. And so with resilience, like, you know, we've all been dealt with our cards and I want to preface this by saying that, yes, I have a lot of privileges in a lot of ways. You know, I was born into a certain socioeconomic class or, you know, I have a certain family or I have, you know, certain things that features things that are attributes that are make things easier for me than the other person. Sure. But that's not to say that I haven't gone through obstacles and my fair share of hardships in my life. And I definitely have. And I think that that's part of what's built my character and resilience is being able to look those obstacles in the face and, you know, not just like get through them, but I really work through those things. Like whenever something happens to me, it could be even just like a fight with a friend or something that you wouldn't think is that significant. I notice that a lot of other people in those situations just kind of like push it down and and move past or they try to distract or or whatever or make light of it and I never do that I always kind of like make it into like a homework assignment for myself where if something not ideal or bad happens I sit with it I think it through I let myself get upset I you know let myself get angry I write about it I reflect on it I talk about it to whomever and that I want to my trusted people And those are the things that really make me be able to get through it, but not just get through it, get through it stronger because then I've learned things. I've learned tangible tools and things about, you know, myself and, and the world and how I relate to people or whatever the topic is. Now I've learned those things so that next time I can be more prepared, right? And like maybe handle things in a different way or, or no, Hey, this person is not somebody that's meant for me or whatever it is, you know? Um, I use it as a learning lesson. And so when we talk about resilience and strength, you know, that takes work. It takes practice. Yes, you can have those things like, yes, I was born a bold, fierce, you know, outspoken person, confident, all of that. But I also really worked at it. I also really 
sat with my feelings. I did therapy. Um, I, I write, I read, I educate myself. I watch documentaries on things that interest me, um, mental health related, anything to learn and to grow. And I value that a lot. I value being the best person that I can be. And my parents really taught me too that like really truly you can learn from any single situation no matter how big or small. And um, you know, that's what I just try to do. So with resilience, you know, obviously I can go through things that I've been resilient with, but you know, a huge thing is obviously the eating disorder and how, you know, if you think about the path that, you know, I took with that is that I had this eating disorder and then I let it turn into a career because I became a therapist and I had that inkling like when I was recovering I was like I know that I'm going to turn this into something to benefit the world and to give back and to help others and I know that this all happened for a reason because I don't believe in things just happen coincidentally I think that like things always do happen for a reason and so I knew that I was going to have to take my struggles and that I was going to want to take my struggles into something that I could really give back with and teach others and inspire others, which is so important for me. And so listening to my gut and following that truth has really gotten me to where I am. And, you know, it's also like cutting out the noise and like not listening to naysayers or people that, you know, are clearly envious or clearly have their own problems or shortcomings in their you know, just being steady with like what I'm doing, protecting my energy, which is so important. Um, and being aware of my energy and how my energy shifts around certain people and things. And so that all has to do with just staying aligned and staying focused, but it also is something that resilience helps with a lot because when you're resilient, you can get back to your baseline quicker. So if you're upset, you know, maybe like 10 years ago, if something upset me, it would take a few days or a week or whatever a longer period of time to really get through it. And now that period of time is a lot shorter because, you know, while something might initially upset me, I'm so much easier able to come back to my baseline and foundation and remember, okay, wait, like this is what I believe in. This is my value system. Like this thing doesn't fit into that or here's how I can kind of reconcile the whole thing. So it's a lot of like, you know, resilience for me. It's a lot of like that inner work and that inner check system and seeing like, okay, you know, how can I utilize this to be the best version of myself that I can be? Um, you know, resilience obviously can look in many different forms. It can be physically, mentally, emotionally, and I think all are important. And when we think about, you know, life after quarantine, I mean, that's going to require a lot of resilience. And so I kind of call this period right now the layup for that new normal because everything that we do now is what sets the foundation for how we're going to re-enter the world. So taking that extra time to like turn inward, to journal, to reflect, to meditate, um, to do yoga, to do anything that makes you feel good and gets you in alignment is what's going to set you up for the most successful, you know, re-entering into the world. And, you know, those are the types of things that I think build resilience and build character is when you take that time to do that. And when you're not, and you're all scattered and you're just trying to get through things or distract, then you're going to come back into the world in an extremely scattered place. I mean, it will reflect how you've spent this time. I mean, if you, you know, just spent the time in quarantine, not really listening to what works for you or making yourself like 
work out three times a day or run from meeting to Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting or whatever, taking biting off more than you can chew or doing things that aren't meant for you or talking to people that aren't meant for you, you're wasting your time. You know, this is precious time right now. As much as it's it's a very challenging time, it's also a time to do this difficult work and to really sit with yourself and to, you know, take care of the things that you will want taken care of when you get out of this time. So, you know, I think that when it comes to resilience, I guess the last thing I really want to say about it is that resilience is a strength and it's something that you should, anyone should try to achieve because I think that that's a huge recipe for success is being able to be resilient because we really all, like right now, are all faced with, you know, our fair share of hardships and things like that, but it's about what you do with them. And the people that get ahead are the people that do this work, that spend the time with themselves, that better themselves, that put in that extra work and energy. And the people that don't or get left behind are the people that distract or numb or avoid or don't do that hard, heavy lifting work. So I'll leave you with that. Um, I hope that you guys learned some things about resilience and alignment and all of that great stuff in this episode. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye, guys.